0: Welcome, everyone, to Wednesday Night Teaching. So good to have you with us. We've got Pastor Rod here. How are you doing, Pastor Rod?
1: Yeah, excellent, mate. We're excited about this topic on tongues.
0: That's right. we were yeah, talking about good. spiritual gifts. Yeah. And uh, so why don't we just get straight into it? Sure. Tongues, could you give us an Ooh. overview of, of what this gift is and its purpose? And...
1: Sure. Well, this is one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12. And the basic concept of 1 Corinthians 12 is we can all move in these gifts by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, some are about healing, some are in power. This one's very strange, very unusual in that there's no Old Testament use of this gift, and we only experience it, first of all, here in, in Acts chapter 2. So from Acts mm. chapter 2, it does become a, quite a major part of the New Testament church. So when we talk about tongues, or a better word is languages, it's the same Greek word speaking in languages I never learned at university. That's basically um, my definition. It's a supernatural ability to speak in language that I never learned, and people can actually hear it and understand it. So it's it's first mentioned in Acts chapter two as a fulfillment of the Holy Spirit coming upon uh, the early believers. Uh, right. 120 were in a room together, and, and they had this amazing experience. Well,
0: it seems amazing this concept that God can give you a language. I, I'm, I'm praying for that. Living <laughs> yeah. in Asia, that would sure. be nice.
1: I've I've actually gone walk down the streets of some nations in Asia speaking in tongues, hoping someone's going to say, "Hey, you're speaking my language," but it did it never happened. So, so tell us it's real language. It's actually real mm. language. That's an important part of this. It's not baby language, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so this language uh, is it? So it can be a human language, or it, or like it can be something that people can understand, or is is it completely like a heavenly thing or a spiritual?
1: Um, the the Bible does say, I think it's First Corinthians thirteen, where it talks about love being the overall key. It says that we can speak in tongues of men and angels, or languages. If we if we use right. the the simple word language word language, we're speaking in languages human languages and and spiritual languages. And so I think, yeah, most of the time we are using a human language that we've never actually learnt. That's pretty uh, pretty supernatural.
0: And, okay, so what about like for your story of this, do you speak in tongues?
1: Yeah, I've I've spoken in tongues for 42 years, ever since I've become a believer. Um, I really enjoy it every day. I don't use it publicly or outwardly to other people but i you i definitely speak to god in the gift of tongues yeah
0: is that, is that something that you just started speaking like was that when you got saved um was it later on was it something you you asked god yeah. for
1: it, it was a it was a bit later on it was about six months after i became a believer i was at 19 I became mm-hmm. a believer and i on my conversion i, I had a real spiritual holy spirit experience of, of feeling god's love all over me and and very soon afterwards i, I experienced some of the other gifts um, but i didn't speak in tongues till i actually said lord i, I just want to speak in tongues and i was just worshiping and it's it felt strange but i just started to to speak another language um so it was it was after salvation um okay but but I, I I do believe that uh, I was operating in other gifts of the Spirit from salvation. Like the Holy Spirit had filled me. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting question you're asking me because it's a this is a person obviously a personal right. testimony, and everyone listening is going to either have a have a testimony or be interested about this area, because um, it's very experiential. This one isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think it. it- it almost seems quite it can seem quite mysterious and mm-hmm. um like so for you the first time you were you were mm. praying speaking in tongues um were you were you under like were you understanding what was going on had you seen this modeled before in other believers or
1: yeah yeah i'd been to a um i got saved in a very small church in sydney that was not charismatic and it was a good church preach the gospel and then i went to a larger church where people were speaking in tongues and i thought okay that's that's what i read that's what i read in acts chapter two it's exactly what i read in the bible so mm. i was hungry i mean if it's in the bible i'm thinking i, I want it all now this yeah. is not a salvation doctrine this is you don't have to be saved to speak in tongues not at all it's a personal power gift or aid in the holy spirit to to mm. live a stronger Christian life. So when I saw it, I was hungry. I thought, I I want that. And we actually experience that in here in Japan a lot is young believers read the New Testament, read the book of Acts and say, can I have tongues? So there is a hunger there when people read about it and they're not sort of scared by it, which we could talk about later. But um, if people just read it and think, oh, that's good. I think I want that. That's the way the Japanese feel. And a lot of people in Asia have a much more natural approach to this and i guess i did too as a young 19 year old um i saw it and i thought wow that's pretty cool and yeah i said lord i want to i want to pray and and then started to speak in tongues i was by myself and just started to speak in tongues yeah
0: right that was going to be my next question was like (laughs) you know is it in a big meeting and yeah um because i was the same and Mm. even what you've just described was very similar to kind of Mm -hmm. my story um i was in in Tokyo at the time right. and uh, I think you'd been teaching on it and Ooh. I I just went home thinking like I want this like mm-hmm. this wasn't yeah. something that I had really wanted before but yeah same thing like hey it's in the Bible is if 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 this is a gift then God can give it yeah um, and yeah just in my in my bedroom just praying Ooh. God I want to I want to speak this language and and just trying sure. and and I felt that something happened um and so yeah. i've been speaking tongues ever since mm.
1: um and i've yeah. heard people give testimonies all sorts of testimonies from the from being in a big meeting being in the worship event being in the big to like riding their push bike or or being on a mm. ship or just i i mean this is very personal testimony mm. stuff really uh, and some people have not have sought this gift but have not received it which we again I think we need to talk about that a bit later yeah but it's not to do with tongues is not to do with spirituality it's really important that that we drill in on this that gifts are gifts gifts are given not earned and mm-hmm. so the whole thing of gifts is the desire to receive and I just really encourage you, if anyone hasn't received um, you're not less you're not less Christian or less spiritual just seek God and 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 relax about it all (laughs) don't get uptight about this yeah
0: right so a brand new believer could receive this gift
1: yeah I've seen people receive this as they receive the Lord um Mm. I have seen that not often and because it usually is subsequent or after to after the, the the salvation event but sometimes it can be simultaneous Um, obviously, as I said before, it's not a salvation doctrine. It's got nothing to do with getting getting to heaven or even being spiritual. It is a power for me to live my Christian life experience. Um, it's really important that we drill on that because some of our very good listeners that that love the Lord, um, Mm -hmm. either have had struggled with this or have not received it. It is not about spirituality. So therefore brand new Christians can receive a gift from God. And, uh, we have seen that quite a lot. Yeah
0: okay so what about like um if you're if you've received this gift like how this power you talk about like how mm. how does this actually impact our lives like what's the mm. what's the purpose of it on a daily kind of basis yeah.
1: well i think we have to go to the scriptures and i would bring up two things one in acts chapter two it says other people heard them and said they're praising god in our language so it's real language it's really intelligent mm. It's praise to God. And I think when we speak in tongues, we're speaking in really big praise to God. So that's an edifying, it's a wonderful experience to praise God. And the other scripture is Jude, little book called Jude, chapter uh, verse 20. There's only one chapter. It's verse 20. Mm-hmm. It says building ourselves up in the Holy Spirit as we pray in the Spirit. Now it doesn't mention tongues, but it seems to describe this experience to me that I'm I'm building myself up. So I see it as a a generator in the spirit, like a, an old generating right. spiritual power. As I praise God in, in another language, as I as I use that gift, um, I'm praising God, which is awesome by itself. But then I'm I am built up. It also says in First Corinthians 14 that those who pray in a tongue edify themselves; those who prophesy ed- edify someone else. So definitely, tongues is about my spiritual life. And once again, that's why it's not about salvation. It's not about being spiritual. It's a gift, but I use it to build myself up. It's it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? And I think um, <laughs> what, what comes first is the Holy Spirit entering us on salvation. We, we all have the Holy Spirit. But then being filled with the Holy Spirit gives us strength to live a, a strong Christian life. And that's what I believe tongues is. So I, I pray in tongues every day. I was praying this morning in tongues. I, um, I've had a busy little season, and um, just whenever I'm by myself, I'm just this thinking, praying in tongues. You can you can think in tongues too. You don't actually have to speak it out. Like you don't. If you're on a train, you're not going to speak it out and scare everybody. <laughs> and Paul says, when you're in church, I'd rather you speak uh, one intelligible word than speaking in tongues that no one can understand. So tongues are not for other people to to hear. Unless there is interpretation, which is a bit later, we've got to talk about that a bit, so the whole thing of tongues is for me and God, God and me, to mm. build up my spiritual life so if if that's the result, I want the Holy Spirit's in us all as Christians, but mm. I would like more of his power, and this is one of the ways that we can receive more power mm.
0: so it's really not it's not a display for others it's not no. you know it's not really gonna. Help them if they can't understand it
1: no not at all, and as I see your, your question before can a new Christian receive my answer was yes because it's a gift I, mm. I I know we I know this is repetitious, but people really need to hear this this is not about yeah, being spiritual okay. and that's important because I did meet some Christians as a when I was a baby Christian that did think it was spiritual, and that was a bit of a turn off to me um, I thought mm. oh they they, they they think they're more spiritual, and I would just hate people to think that if they don't speak in tongues, they're not as spiritual as me. No, that's not what it's about. But it is a generator of power uh, for me. So, no, it's not for public. This this is a definite, definitely a gift for me and God and you and God.
0: And so, is there any kind of context for that in a church meeting or in a public meeting or a connect group yeah, well,
1: or? Well, Paul does mention this quite clearly in First Corinthians 14 where he's comparing prophecy and tongues, those two gifts, prophecy and these supernatural languages. And he's saying prophecy is for edifying other people or edifying the church. Mm-hmm. It's to be spoken out and people will feel the lift. Tongues is for me to build up myself. It's, it's, it's for me to not to be selfish, but to me to be filled with the Spirit and to think more like, uh, like God would in a situation. So Paul does say there's got to be order. Um, church is not just everyone to to run off with tongues and and people to say what's going on. But he does speak there about that's where the gift of interpretation comes in. And Paul says, if it's in the church and someone speaks in a tongue, there should be interpretation. There should right. be order. There should be a sense of everyone saying, oh, that's what that is. Ah, oh, I get that. Oh, I understand mm-hmm. that rather than this mystery uh, about what's happening. There, there are some mystery moments. in in life, but what Paul is saying is um, this should be in order. So prophecy is speaking our language, whether it's in English or in your sense it could be in someone speaking in Cantonese in prophecy. Mm -hmm. But if it's speaking in tongues, it's an unknown language. And uh, unless there's someone there that speaks that language, which let's circle back to that point because I know of people where that's actually happened. But in the church, there should be an interpretation if there is tongues publicly spoken. Now, some people speak quietly in worship. That's fine. It's just someone who's clearly the message, who's speaking loudly, that the, the message is, I'm bringing tongues now. If that happens, mm. there should be an interpretation. Mm. Let me circle back to my what I was going to say, Richard, and that is I've yeah. met a few people that have used their language, their prayer language, or their personal language with God of tongues, and someone has tapped them on the shoulder and said, you're speaking, do you you know this language? And it happened to a friend of mine in Sydney many years ago, he was praying in tongues quietly, and the man next to him said, "Um, are you Swedish? He was an Aussie, never learned a foreign language. He goes, no. And he said, well, you're praising God in my language of Swedish, and it's beautiful. Wow. And uh, isn't that amazing? Um, Another friend of mine went to India to a mountain tribe where they didn't even speak like India's national language. They didn't even speak Hindi or English. They spoke their tribal language way up in the hills, and when they were filled with the Spirit, they spoke in tongues and spoke perfect English. So the team could hear them and said, where did he learn his English? It's amazing, praising God. And they said he's never spoken a word of English. So this does happen it actually is a real language and if it's a real language there is a possibility someone could understand it and that's what again what paul is saying in 1st corinthians 14 that's if you pray in tongues someone understands it they're going to be they're going to say god is among you this is this is amazing wow this is super this is a supernatural thing because you're speaking in a language you've never learned by the holy spirit pretty amazing eh
0: it's it's amazing and it's giving me hope for my language ability. <laughs> I need to be praying into this. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've uh, as I said, I've I've gone down the streets of cities, just speaking out just a little bit. So hopefully, someone's going to tap me on the shoulder, and I've done that in Hong Kong a little bit. Not not I'll try that crazy on the way home. Not not crazy out there, but just just a little bit, and hoping someone's going to tap me and say, "Wow, well, you speak Cantonese." It hasn't happened, um, but yeah, it could happen, and. Um, I have heard those stories of people that got on a plane somewhere and went to a country and thought God was going to give them that language, and it didn't happen. So, hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't bank on it that you're going to yeah, turn up and to, speak that language. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No, it didn't happen to Ooh. to us when we moved to our countries. So. I'm I'm getting questions about language, the language side of it. I mean, I don't yeah. want to spend too long on it. but no, like, I, th- don't, I think it's. Do you Do you think there's
1: grammar? Do you
0: do you think yeah. there's vocabulary?
1: Yeah, and and there has been a lot of um, psychological studies um, now about tongues around the world. And obviously, you're going to meet some people that that do sound more like a baby language, where they like ga-ga-ga, ba-ba-ba. That's not language. That's proto-language. That's children's language. When we're talking about people hearing them praising God in their language, they're talking about whole words, whole grammar, beautiful accents, and, and so people have studied them from tongue speakers who just speak all the time have found recurring words and recurring phrases and refer, recurring grammar. And even if it's an unknown language, well, it usually is an unknown, unknown language. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the people studying along with linguists say this has all the elements of full language. This is, this is a full language. I think that is established in psychology. So, this is a field way outside being a Christian. People actually looking and listening, it carries every dimension of a fully blown language. I think that's really important. Um, As I Mm. said, some people might start with a few phrases, but it should grow into a fully developed language over time.
0: So, you could get better at this language with the more use?
1: Yeah, I believe that. I, and I've experienced that personally as I felt more free to use that language. I felt there was many more words coming, phrases coming. Freedom probably is a better word, freedom to speak out. And and some people who are a little bit more scared, maybe, maybe not. But um, the, it's there for us to speak a full language, because if it is praise to God, as it says in Acts 2, it's got to hold a whole bunch of meanings in the same language. And it's got to be, um, you know, to somebody uh, with these words and these phrases. It all makes sense. Someone hearing it says, this all makes perfect sense. So, you can develop into that language. Yeah, I believe that.
0: This might seem really random, but I'm just thinking like, is that like the language of heaven? Like, is mm. is there any talk about that or?
1: I don't know. I, I guess so. As I said, First Corinthians 13 said, speaks about tongues of angels and tongues of man i mean it's, mm-hmm. the language of heaven is a big unknown isn't it like right how, how is it, how are we all going to communicate with yeah. we're all from different ages and countries and you know eons like you know speaking to someone from egypt 3000 years ago um it it's a, it's a mystery of heaven so whether mm-hmm. there's an international heavenly language i have no idea or whether we can just all have the gift of interpretation. Use our own tongue, and we can understand the Bible that gives no comment on this whatsoever—absolutely okay. none, except that um, it's going to be a place of beautiful communication. So, mm. uh, God's God's got it sorted out. Whether it's international language or whether we can just all understand, it'd be cool, wouldn't it? All I understand. It's almost like having a yeah. an app. You know, um, you know, they're developing apps right now where someone says their language, and you can. You can hear it in your language. Um, well, the app of heaven is going to be working over time.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there must be some kind of universal way to communicate. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying it has to be this, but it's, it's, it's fun to think about, I guess.
1: It is fun. And yeah, and people that you wanted to say things in Hong Kong, you wanted to speak to them in their heart language and couldn't mm. get to heaven. It's going to be boom. Well, wow, let's, let's have mm. that conversation again now that we are fluent with each other. Be fun.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's not like you get to heaven and then you can't talk to all these people from all these different cultures (laughs) and you know, like two thousand years ago when there was other languages that don't even exist now, and there must be yeah, some answer to that.
1: When we look at the language of heaven in Revelation, the book of Revelation, where it says they all sang to the Lamb, they all shouted, they all and it it actually gives phrases. Well, obviously there's a unity of language and thought in heaven. And whether that's a language we we immediately learn or we intuitively know, I don't know. But there is a unity in heaven. There Mm. is not a division over language. Mm. And uh, I think that's really important to know there's going to be perfect communication. And also with our wives, imagine that, perfect communication. That would be a a blessing, wouldn't it? (laughs) And then with us. So Mm. the other way around, not just uh, towards women, but towards men as well.
0: No misunderstandings. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. That'd be good. Yeah. So maybe moving back more to the practical side of you know how it helps us in, you know, sure. in this year with all that's going on in the world and mm. um how how does it help you um on a kind of daily basis or yeah well, we talked about power before, but mm. I don't know. Anything else you'd add to that?
1: I I I um I mainly sp- speak in tongues in the shower. When people sing in the shower. I speak in tongues. I don't speak loud. I don't disturb my wife or family. It's mm-hmm. not about being listen to me. It's not about that. It's just I just pray because I feel it's a great start to the day. I shower in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I often, uh, if I'm on a if I'm on a journey somewhere, I spend a bit of time just just praying. It, it just replenishes me. I feel replenished. I feel stronger. I feel more relaxed. If I've got a big problem, it's a. I just lie on my bed and we'll just speak softly in tongues and just say, God, I pray you'd give me strength with this problem. And I don't always get the answer, but I always feel stronger. Mm. Right. And I think that's really, really important that I come out of that time. It could be just ten seconds or ten minutes or whatever. I, I just feel I've I've connected with God. Now I connect with God all the time. I don't need yeah. tongues to connect with God, but it just yeah. I think it just brings me to a place of uh what's the word intimacy maybe closeness um place of revelation sometimes not always um it's 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 an encouraging place it's a it's a it's a good place to go to we talk about you know when we read our bibles or when we worship well another one would be when i speak in tongues i feel that connection
0: when you're praying like that like what's your mind kind of thinking
1: Uh, My mind's thinking, this is strange. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do usually think God thoughts when I pray in tongues, and I don't know what I'm saying. So it's not like, wow, I'm saying something amazing. No, I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm feeling. I'm feeling stronger, and I'm thinking about God. And and I'm I'm not – if I was to think about food or something, I would not feel guilty at all. So it's not like I have to have this perfect Mm. mind. Um, but usually it, it it's connected, like about the day I'm about to, to live, uh, go through or things I've got to do or, or planning or, um, I don't know, just thinking about the day and just speaking in tongues and, and, and I, I just finish when I want to, which is another important aspect of this is that tongues is not a takeover. Right. It's not an alien takeover. Um, and Paul says this in, 1 Corinthians 14, that the the spirit of the prophet he's talking about is subject to the prophet, and the spirit of a tongue speaker is subject to the tongue speaker. In other words, I can stop and start whenever I want to. And this is important because I have met some people that are speaking in tongues, and I said to them in a public time, I said, can you just, just tone down, please? And they've said to me, I can't. And I said, yes, you can, because you are in control of this gift. And then they went quiet. So I don't want to stop people from being spiritual. But if mm. someone's out of order, you can just say, hey, can you just stop? And if someone says I can't, then you need to have to chat, chat to them and say, actually, you can and you should and you mm. must. So I start and stop whenever I want to. It can be internal praying in tongues. In other words, my mouth is not moving, but I can pray in tongues in my mind or heart like right now. And I can stop. It's very much in, in my spirit or my hands. This is really important. This is not a takeover. Mm. This is uh, like any other gift. I can use it or not. It is in my power. Terrible word here, but it's in my control to, yep. to, to utilize it whenever I want.
0: So, in that sense, it is like a normal language where you just switch yeah, into that mode true. and you, you speak it. Yeah.
1: And then you switch back. Uh, that's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, you know, at different times I've actually spoken in different languages too. So it just it, it, it doesn't have to just be one language. You can actually have other experiences. I don't know why, maybe it's different, more, um, different type of prayer, more, more interceding for something or, or more passionate. I, I don't understand that, but that has been my experience. But again, uh like you said that's a great analogy just like normal speech i will make the decision when to speak and when not to speak out loud when to not speak out loud yeah but the fruit is feeling stronger Mm.
0: can can i ask like because we believe in the power of prayer just normally like yeah in our own language and in our own mind how Mm. is there any difference To us praying in in tongues like what's the advantage there obviously it's given to us for a a reason
1: yeah i i I give two answers to that quickly one is that sometimes in prayer i don't have anything more to pray i've I've come to the end of my words that i use tongues because it's just it's easy it's 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 i won't it's easy it's just easy um that that's one one area and and the, and the other area is that just, just sometimes um, I spontaneously just want to pray. And maybe the Holy Spirit wants to, me to pray that way. And as Paul says, you know, when I, when I speak in tongues, I edify myself. So there is an inspiration to use the gift. Again, it's my choice. But just sometimes God wants me to pray in a certain area. I think I'm praying for things I don't know. And God wants me to pray and you to pray and join with him, partner with him, to pray about something um, that is beyond my brain bypass right. my brain, get to my heart or spirit, and I'm, I'm in the spirit praying with God. But I can move back to prayer in my mind, in, in my English, anytime I want to as well, in and out. Just. So again, this is very organic and very much in line with a relationship with Jesus, our relationship with the Heavenly Father, that we are just English and then pray in tongues or not. Um, as I said, I think sometimes the Holy Spirit pricks us or goads us to to go that way and we're praying in the spirit about something and uh we don't really know what but we okay it was good it was really Hmm. good
0: is this maybe this is simplistic like way to kind of summarize it but would it be like you know if you're if you're praying in your own language you're going to run out of stuff to say at some point yeah there is a there is an end point yeah but whereas with tongues it's like a flow like it, yeah it could just keep flowing or is it like yep.
1: that yeah it can be like that yeah okay again you know in in, a, in in the real world we, we live in the real world if you're at work you can't just go into ec- ecstatic sure. state and say well i need to keep praying in tongues of course not same as mm-hmm. prayer um or a, on a train getting off the train you, you've got to be real and and mm-hmm. but god knows that and so i just think like once again uh we shouldn't feel guilty about using it, not using it, just more organic about relationship. I want to pray now. I don't know, not now, or well, I always want to pray, but mm-hmm. in tongues. Um, I just think it's very organic. It, it's mm-hmm. the concept of a life integrated. It's not like here's my work life and here's my family life and here's my spiritual life. It's like it, it's all together. So yeah. even if I'm at work and thinking about marketing or whatever I do, and then I could pray and think and I could speak in tongues and say, God help me, pray for solutions. And then go to lunch with people it's very organic um so people say oh i need this special time to to go away and pray and well i do too but i plan for those times it's called morning and night but Mm -hmm. in work time you don't have that that much option but you can slip in a quick um prayer i'm I'm amused by one of my japanese pastors that when he was a young christian um he, he used to go to the bathroom and uh, without needing to go to the bathroom, I just wanted to go in there and, and just pray about something. And I thought that's really great integration that it was just, you know, a few minutes there and just just thinking about his answer to someone or what he should say or and then mm-hmm. come out believing. <laughs> I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like in and out of our, our work life or relationship life, we, we put God life, it's integrated. And so tongues, especially internally, i i've I've prayed often when i was a salesman prayed often in tongues of like god give me an answer that's an example Mm. of not knowing how to pray like start start speaking in tongues and um and i can't say i had all the answers immediately but i felt coming out of that i thought okay i've got some hope here i've got some ideas i'll try it um again very organic the way i see Mm. this this spiritual gifts
0: would when I first started speaking in tongues and I was asking God for this, I I didn't feel very confident that I was Mm -hmm. doing it right. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on what you'd say to someone who's doubting whether I'm actually doing it or, or is this correct or I don't know.
1: I just encourage people. Um, just keep going, just keep going. I, I, I have met people that said that is that God or is that me? And I, Mm. I said, well, maybe maybe at the beginning it was a bit of both when you were just allowing mm. god to 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 speak to you. but but again I, I don't think we should be full of guilt or mm. fear. you know fear is not part of the Christian life with God, not fearful I could do something wrong. I'd just say keep going and when you're alone, just just keep maybe with some worship mm. music or something, just just try to increase your language if it's a little bit or feel feel freer. So mm. fi- find an environment of solitude, s- silence or, or music, mm. whatever, whatever you or walk on the beach or uh, walk by the river, you know, I mean, just that sort of time and just say, God, I just want to get more confident of this. So I, I think you need to address it as a relationship. Mm. God, help, help me to increase this or increase my my confidence that this is truly of you.
0: Yeah. I I know for me, like that was a big part of my story was Mm. not feeling confident and yet doing it by myself. I I knew that my heart was look, I'm by myself. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not doing this for anyone else. So I can rule that out. It is just for me and God. Mm. And so whether whether it's me or whether it's, it is this heavenly language, I'm just going to do it anyway until that confidence kind of develops and, Sure. I feel like that came over time. Mm. I don't know. That's just my story, but it, I think it so. helped and being I, it by myself.
1: I think, and I think that, like, if it's a, if this is truly a language, and children learn language and learn confidence, I don't think it's wrong to to just start a little bit and and say God to mm. increase increase that that to a full language. I've said that to many people. Just ask God to increase it if you're feeling like if someone's just going ba 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 ba. Mm. I'd say that that's that's probably not tongues because that's, that's not a language, but mm. I'd say just ask God to increase, increase your capacity to, to speak mm. more and more. And then there's more and more and then people get quite free and free in the language. Mm. Again, you hear my language, you organic, no fear, not mm. spirituality, just you and God, just, just, just say more. And I think for those who have, who have sought this and not spoken in tongues, I would just say to you, relax and enjoy your yeah. relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, I have met people like that that really sought this with even tears. And I just say, you have got to relax. You just got to, you just got to relax and know that God loves you. And um, you're not less spiritual. Um, just maybe relaxing. I do think when people get uptight, it, it makes gifts of the spirit harder. When people feel pressured right. or feel uptight or they've got to do something. I, I don't think that's a good environment. Mm-hmm. I think it's much better to be in a worship service and and not being pressured, or walking on a mm-hmm. beach, or just relax and think about God. I think that's, but I, you know, we pray for people. Obviously, not at the moment with COVID, but um, laying hands on people is a New Testament concept for prophecy or whatever, and just, but, but not going crazy and making people feel tense or intense. Just saying, hey, just relax, just just let God touch you, and if they don't say, well, that's fine. He loves you, mm-hmm. um, so I'd say to anyone who's been seeking: relax, just enjoy your relationship. But you could speak in tongues at some point; could be just just round the corner, could be the mm. next the next time you worship. So keep an open heart.
0: Okay, well that's great. I was just going to finish by asking: like, what <laughs> what should I do if there's someone out there that's seeking yeah. it? Is it? Do you have any tips for them? I mean, you just said a lot just then, but. Anything else? Well, I think you got
1: to. T- I think you got to teach people the truth. I think anytime there's fear, it's going to be hard. So if they've heard something like you know it's it's automatic takeover or it's weird mm-hmm. or people get up you know upset or uptight, so I think reading the scripture, reading Acts two where it says we hear them praising God in our language, it builds up yourself. It helps you in your spirit. Like teach it. I think we need to mm-hmm. teach it, and then back off and say in your time, in your way, you can receive this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think, I think there has to be good teaching, which is what we're trying to do right now. Mm -hmm. Um, we're trying to take away the, the mystery in a way, but we can't take the mystery completely because it is supernatural. Okay. But to say to people, just, just when you worship, just say, God, could I do that? Or journaling alone, um, just keeping an open heart, I think is the best thing I could say. And don't get pushed around by people saying, you must speak now. No, 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 right. you don't yeah. have to do anything with spiritual gifts. It's growing in spiritual gifts.
0: That's great advice. Just as we finish up, any final thoughts on the uh, interpretation side of things that is kind of a, a different gift, but obviously a good yeah. gift?
1: Um, I've got to be honest, and this is why we've connected number eight and nine gifts together is I've, I haven't seen the interpretation of, of tongues happen very much in my 42 years of being a believer wow. in many countries i haven't i haven't i've seen it occasionally i haven't seen it a lot and i guess the distinguish this gift tongues between this and prophecy is tongues is about praising god it says that in acts 2 it's about praising god so the interpretation of tongues would be about praising god but it's in a special way i don't know what that means but it's it's really special whereas prophecy is a message to encourage comfort lift um so separating those two um i, I just really encourage people to just to, to praise god praise god more be a be a, mm. a praiser not because god needs our prayers just just let me clarify god doesn't need our praise to reward us okay mm. he doesn't he doesn't need us but it's just a connection it's a, it's community closeness intimacy where i am just giving time to god and and so, I just want to encourage people to seek the Lord. Um, yep. just, just look for those little moments of just no no guilt, no fear. Teach this well, and then teach just this organic relationship with Jesus.
0: Awesome. Well, I think we better finish there. Um, okay. What a big what a big topic. Um, very exciting. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Something we can ask God for if we don't have that
1: gift. Sure. And I guess if people wanted to ask more questions, they could uh, ask them, and we'll do the. uh, Maybe next year we could do a question answer more Mm. on this gift because there is a lot of questions on this, and it's good for us to talk through it like this.
0: Great. Well, hey, we're wrapping up our series on spiritual gifts. Mm. Uh, Next next month we got uh, Christmas coming up. Oh, come on! Excited to get to dig
1: deeper into the Christmas story.
0: Come on! And
1: uh, yeah, thanks so much for your
0: time, Pastor Rod, and. For all of you watching, we'll see you next time.
1: Okay, thanks everyone. It's been a
0: great time together. Bye bye.